Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. The lesson I learned over the holidays, and I see it as, you know, we talk a lot about business and, and success and, and principles and a lot of good stuff here on the show. But something I realized when I, I ended up with pneumonia, I realized that if you don't have your health, Nothing else really matters, and I'm excited today to have Dr. Lisa G on the show to talk to us about that. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton and Carl Libba. Welcome to the show, Dr. Jew. Hi, how are you doing today? Doing good. Good. So Rejuvenation Clinics of Georgia. Yes. Tell me a little bit, the 10,000-foot view of that vision and mission there. All right. Well, our mission was that we started, I guess, about 17 years ago. Um, I was first, when I came back here to Georgia, to my hometown, I was in the hospital, you know, as a hospitalist, but I always knew that I wanted to kind of prevent disease instead of just taking care of it once it's occurred. So my mission was to kind of look and reassess because, you know, I was an engineer first. I think we've talked about that before at Georgia Tech. So I think about the body being engineered perfectly. Right. And I want to prevent things. It's better to prevent it than to wait till you're sick. And plus, as a doctor, easier to take care of. If something, it's like if your car's low on oil, fix the oil, you got a brand new car. If you wait till it's smoking on the side of the road, not running, probably not going to get a perfectly running car when you go back. Good comparison. Well, and you're speaking my language because in the retirement planning world I do, it's if we're proactive and we address things before we happen, as opposed to show up wanting to fix it after it's happened, so much easier. So much easier. So I found that if we put things way back, that they were meant to be. For me, I believe in God, but not all my patients do, and that's okay, but they know that we're perfectly engineered. So I found if I looked at it and before it got really bad, before, you know, look at it, sugars are starting to go up. Let's treat that early with just some natural things, change in diet. So much better than you walk into my office with diabetes and neuropathy and having the eye problems. So if I can fix it early, we're going to have a better chance of getting you back to where you should be. When I know we talk about functional medicine, right? right? That, that's the work, that's some of the work you do. Let's, let's give the listener, what, what is that exactly? It sounds like a cool term. It is a cool term. So what <laughs> you're going to hear is functional medicine, anti-aging medicine, rejuvenative medicine. Okay. That's a lot. That's a, but basically what it does is, is let's see what's missing. When we give back the body what it needs, what if you're not absorbing certain minerals or vitamins, we give you back and improve your immune system. We'd rather treat it so the body can function the way it's supposed to, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to be a better way than going and saying it's broken. Now we got to add something that was created in a lab, which I'm not saying I use those things in emergency situations, but then putting you on new medicine. Because one of the questions I always had was to doctors training me, I'm like, well, we're giving them this, but we know they're most likely going to end up with this down the road. And they're like, well, we'll worry about that then. Mm. So I'm like, you know, this is hard. This medicine for the heart can be hard on the kidneys. But we'll worry about the kidneys later. So it's better to fix it naturally. The other thing, you know, pain medicines, you know, they were so fast for me. You walk in my office five minutes, you got pain in your knees or hip. I give you a pain medicine. But do you know what that does? That just blocks your receptor from knowing you're having pain. So you walk out, you feel great. You continue running, walking, doing all. Guess what down the road is going to happen? Knee replacement, hip replacement. More damage. Right. And so as an engineer, I said, this is not a good plan. 
This is just a, you know, a Band-Aid, and I want to prevent disease. I want to make people healthier. So I realized pain is a gift. I never realized it until I was in medicine because it tells our body when something is wrong. It also teaches us empathy. If you never know pain, you never have empathy. So we shouldn't just, so we need to know what's going on, fix that, then down the road we're not having to worry about hip replacement, knee replacement. I'm curious, doctor, um, what age people come to you? For example, you're talking about preventing something before it happens. I would sort of assume that the earlier in life they come to you, the more effective your treatment can be. Exactly. You're right. That is better. In fact, on the way here, I had someone text me about their 12-year-old daughter. Um, they want to put her on antidepressants, things like that. What can we do instead? Mm-hmm. So all ages, but guess when most people come to me? You don't come when your car is usually working well. You don't want to go and take the time. Mm-hmm. So you wait till it's broken. So right. usually it's as you get older and start having symptoms. So that's when most people come to me. But I do treat all ages. So I'd be fascinated, Dr. Jew. My brother is also uh, a functional uh, physician. So he's a functional neurologist. And he got into it, um, honestly, because he has something called Chiari. Mm-hmm. So if you're familiar with Chiari, literally his brain is almost too big for the space that it's supposed to occupy. So it pushes down on the brain stem. It causes and a lot of pain. It does. It does. So Jerome averages about 100 migraines a year. Mm-hmm. And so in his search for somebody to help him, he became the physician he couldn't find uh, is kind of his story in the journey. And, and now his kind of um, the thing his uh, patients say about him is he's the patient doctor mm-hmm. because he is both a patient and the doctor. And it's made him more empathetic to pain as you kind of pointed out. So I'd be fascinated. You talked about a little bit in the earlier part of your story, being at Georgia Tech and an engineer and then now being in medicine. What prompted that shift? Because I know you said you wanted to you know, fix the body and then that engineer's brain kind of kicking. Was there a particular moment yes. or a story or a thing that moved you into this trajectory? Yes. And most of my patients know this, but I was an engineer. So I've been thinking about this and I would get frustrated with doctors because they walk in, they'd have a virus, and they would give them an antibacterial, which is for bacteria. And the doctor would look at me in training and say, I know it's not going to work for that, but if I don't give them something, they're going to be upset. They paid me. Oh, wow. I didn't give them anything. But I'm like, well, you you know, in my mind, you're causing bacterial resistance when you're not even having a bacteria we're treating here. But then what really pushed me over is I had a son. Mm. He was born blind, and he, I was told he's going to be, um, not able to ever go to school, learn. He would never be able to attend a regular public school. So, you know, I'm a doctor. My husband's a doctor. And so I thought, who better to give this child to? Mm. So I went all over the country, experts, everybody, the op- best ophthalmologist people tell me in the country, best retinal specialist, best neuro-ophthalmologist. Everybody said the same thing. He will never see. And this child's going to be mentally challenged. Mm. And I remember the pediatrician one day said, when are you going to give up looking for a cure. And I said, I'll tell you the answer to that. One day when you have a child mm. that everybody says is never going to be able to function on their own, mm. is never going to be able to see or do some, or if they have cancer and they're dying, you'll know the answer as a parent when you give up. Mm. Right. If you don't marvelous. mind me interrupting, how, how old was your child during that conversation? Okay. So my child, we discovered he was blind, you know, the first few months, yeah. you know, his eyes would just go side to side because they couldn't focus. Yeah. And everybody passed him and said, oh, he's taken in the world. It's a slow, what's called a nystagmus, where they just go back and forth. Because they're not f- focused on anything. Mm-hmm. We used to joke and say we played reverse peekaboo. He laughed when the blanket went on his face, and you took it <laughs> off and said peekaboo. He didn't laugh because he didn't see anything. Uh-huh. He just felt the sensation. 
So I started studying and I started any supplements that wouldn't hurt him. I gave that poor boy, I gave him fish oil, everything for your eyes that that you can look up if there wasn't a bad side effect. Yeah. Well, he and he even went to the visually impaired center Atlanta. They know his story. He was going to learn Braille. He was learning how to enlarge things. He was learning how to dress himself. And then one day he started being able to see and reach for objects. Oh, wow. Wow. And, and so, what age was that? So that was about like 18 months to two years. He started to finally be able to reach out like brightly colored patterns. You know, how they see yeah. red and black first. Okay. So there's a checkered shirt my mother-in-law was wearing. and He reached out, kept reaching out for it. So then my other son was so excited, he put all his black and white toys around him, you know. Yeah. So we kept working with him. I mean, we've done things where we work with developing his brain with some energy frequency. So we kept working with him, and I kept telling people, say he's never going to see. I want to tell you about this child today that was going to be mentally challenged. He's probably going to be embarrassed, I'm bragging. <laughs> so he got into the honors program at UGA. Oh, that's yeah. my mom. He's a biological engineer. Wow, straight A's gosh. this past summer, his first semester. Straight A's this past semester. Now, statistics may kick his butt this quarter because I hear it's really hard, according to Mother's son. So, but this kid yeah. that was never supposed to be able to attend school is now an honor student, honors program, and he's not sure what he's going to do with his life. Also, his vision, I mean, it's not perfect. But this boy has bioptic lenses. They're kind of like a little telescoping lens that goes on the corner of his glasses, and he can drive. Wow. He drives during the day. Sometimes he used to call me in high school and say, if you see me sitting at a gas station because he knows I'd check on him when he's driving home, it's raining. I had to pull over. Mm. So unless he absolutely has to, trust not to drive in the rain because he's, you know, but he's able to use his telescoping lens and drive and get around and live a... A really traditional life. Well, Carl, I'm glad you asked that question. I can't think of a better reason and a better mission and a better cause to go down there and, and just think of, I just think of how many parents would have just taken the doctor's word for it. That there's nothing to do. I think right. a lot of times we might do that and use that as that authority knows, but you knew better. Well, I had doctor, I remember his ophthalmologist sitting there saying, he's never going to see. Don't you get that? And I thought, how can another doctor tell me that? Mm-hmm. Look what we've accomplished in my lifetime. Yep. Yep. Look at where we are now from where, I mean, my kids, still, when they were little, said, did you have cars back then? Well, I'm not that old, but I'm pretty old. I've come, we've come to where people can hear now that couldn't hear, see that couldn't see, walk that couldn't would buy. I'm like, how can someone tell me there's no hope? What an amazing story. We'll come back with a lot more. i got some specific questions for you. Okay, sounds great. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lantham and Carl Little, and you're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. We're glad to have you with us on North Georgia Business Radio X on WDUN. I'm Bill Lampton with Bo Henderson and Carl Lippa. And we have an incredible guest today, Dr. Lisa Jew of Rejuvenation Clinics here in Gainesville, Georgia. And what a fascinating story she just shared. A family story which illustrates so much about persistence, family love, and the power of seeing it through. A marvelous story. Dr. Ju, what, when patients come to you, what might be something very common that you wish they had known before they got there? Uh, That's a good question, and that one I could take all day to answer, but the biggest thing I wish they know is first, don't wait until you're about to die, like the, like the pain is so bad or you're so tired you can't get out of bed. I mean, I had one poor lady come to me, and 
she kept canceling her appointments because she was so tired. And when she finally made it, she came in slippers and a, a bathrobe. <laughs> but now that lady has got all this energy. She's a different person. So I shouldn't come to the office like that is what no. you're saying? Okay, got it. Got yeah, it. People know when something's not right. right. You know when you don't feel like <laughs> yourself. You're, yeah. you're, the biggest complaints I get are I'm tired or I can't sleep at night. You know, and so people start self-medicating. So before you do that, see someone, you know, there's a lot of doctors like me now. When I started, there weren't as many. And Mm. there's a lot of traditional doctors starting to get into this. So that's really exciting. But we can fix that early on. And the other thing is quit putting just grabbing synthetic things like your food. Mm. If it doesn't look like the food that was created for us to eat, it should look like closest to the way it's grown. If it's packaged... And those chicken nuggets don't look like anything. <laughs> this isn't the healthiest. I mean, for our kids, look what they're eating. They're mainly eating fast food or processed meat. Mm. And remember, they've DNA tested this meat, and most of it isn't chicken. Mm. So, what are, you know, you're feeding them synthetic things to make it cheap and fast. So, mm. these are things I wish they knew. Just pick your food healthily. Um, just pick your food well, because that's your medicine. That's what we're created to live on. That medi- that food should be full of vitamins and enzymes. And when you start to process it, you lose all of that. So you, you work with patients on diet a good bit. Right. I'm talking to them about your diet. And y'all all know this, right? You eat well, you feel good. You go for Thanksgiving and Christmas and you feel like a, a little blob, right? right? You don't have the energy. You don't feel healthy. You don't feel as strong. Well, going along with, with Bill's question, I'm thinking, and, and Dr. Jew, I've worked with Dr. Jew, and one of the things, I'm just thinking of a, a specific example of, of mistakes you see people making, maybe unknowingly. Uh, like one for me, I can, I can think of one you immediately said, let's check your vitamin D level. Mm. And that was low. Is that, are there common oh, things like that? I'm so like glad that? you brought that up. Right now, that is the most important thing you can check. Okay. The vitamin D level. Why? What are we dealing with right now? What's and everybody? COVID. COVID. Inside, right? yeah. It's supposed to be flu season, but now it's COVID, right? All you hear about is COVID, not flu. Well, both of those. In the Harvard studies, they showed that having a vitamin D maximized is 75 to 100, not the 30 to 100 that we do. Remember, we in anti-aging, rejuvenated, functional, we want it where it should be, not this wide range. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure it's 75 to 100. Why? Harvard has shown over the last few years it was better than a flu shot Wow! at preventing viruses. What have they found about COVID? If your vitamin D level is good, you're going to fare better with it. The people who usually get intubated and die have low vitamin Ds. Another thing, if you can look up all these Harvard studies, if you can keep it 75 to 100, it's really hard to get cancer. They used to think it was a vitamin. Then when I started doing this, we were told it's a pro-hormone. And now we know it's one of the most important parts of our immune system. Now, when we say vitamin D, uh, I'm going to you know, be the idiot in the room because I'm sure some of our listeners are wondering the same thing. Or I could just be the dumbest person on the show and no. listening to the show. <laughs> but I I mean, vitamin D, is the, it's the sun vitamin, right? Like you need to get outside and get your vitamin D. Or is that wrong? Right. And that's what my husband thought. Because in the past, when I was younger and when I was training... Back in the old days, the further south you went down on the East Coast, the higher the vitamin D. Why? Because of the sun. Do you know that trend's changed? The further south you go, the lower the average vitamin D. Why? Maybe sunscreens. Some people think it's the chemicals they spray for the mosquitoes. We have more mosquitoes and bugs as you go wow. further, so we, and that's interrupting our vitamin D. So that doesn't hold true. In fact, my husband's going to kill me for this story. Uh-oh. So he kept telling me. Oh, no, I'm in the sun all the time. You know, I ride my bike, I run, I'm on the, like, if he's not at work, he's outside. He loves the outdoors. He wouldn't check it, wouldn't check it, wouldn't check it. And I said, let me do it at my clinic, of course. He got cancer. 
most people know, you know, they know that in the community. Then he checked vitamin D was 19. Mm. So now we've got, and with pancreatic cancer, that's a very serious cancer. My husband's now over five years out doing great. Oh, that's awesome. He started doing the hormone therapy, the vitamin therapy, doing his vitamin D. He changed his diet. Sounds like you just got a family full of overcomers. I yeah. love that. He, he's, he's done the hard part. He had to, he gave up beer. Oh, he no. Now, oh. He now drinks only water and teas. Uh-huh. Um, he's, he gave up some of his favorite drinks. He gave up meat. He just changed his whole life mm-hmm. there. When you're, when you're talking about vitamin D, you're just talking about the over-the-counter supplements that we can buy? Right. you got to be careful. Remember, there's a lot of bad supplements out there. So you want to go to a good health food store that carries the higher levels. Also, I recommend you get a level checked. Why? Because it can, it's one of those vitamins that can become toxic. It's not like the C, you know, where if you just do extra, you urinate out the extra. No, this one's fat-soluble. So we don't want you too low, but I don't want you to go out and take a ton either because I've right. taken care of vitamin toxicity. So this is one of the vitamins you really should get your doctor to check. So vitamin D, is there any other um, that you that you see that's not maybe a first go-to? We need to check this just to get a baseline of things. Okay. Of the vitamins, well, right now, just to tell you, besides the vitamin D with um, mm-hmm. COVID, I would just want to add that take zinc, vitamin C. They've even shown quercetin helps and melatonin. Okay. So those are really important right now with the viral season and what we're dealing with. Um, the other things I wish we'd check is hormone levels. Those are the messengers in the body tell your body what to do, and the body starts know, stops knowing what to do if it's not working. I can fix a lot of things by just balancing back the hormones. And what are some quick indicators if our listeners are thinking right now, well, I wonder if this is an indicator that maybe my hormones are out of balance. What are some of those first check engine lights that are going to tell them, hey, this hormone might be out of balance? Symptoms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for most people, fatigue. Gaining weight. I'm doing all the same things. I'm gaining weight. Uh, haven't changed my diet. Haven't changed my exercise. Other irritability. I'm not sleeping like I used to. I used to sleep like a rock. Get up. I feel great. Now that doesn't happen. For men, erectile dysfunction. You know, I don't have the same erection I had. I, those mm. are signs that those things are out of balance. And how would you weigh that, obviously, in the year that we just had in 2020? Most people might go, yes, I'm tired and I'm irritable and just <laughs> life isn't as, as bright as it once was. Is there a kind of indicator where you're like, no, you should probably make an appointment. And then for those listening, what's the best way to do that? How do they go get those things checked? Okay, so you want to find a doctor like me. I, I do have a waiting list right now, but we can put you on the waiting list Um but there are other doctors doing what I do, so you've got to reach out. Maybe the doctor you're going to is willing to test those things. But remember, when you test them, don't just do the testosterone, estrogen total. They won't. There's DHE. There's pregnenolone. There's progesterone. they got to check the whole pathway okay. because that whole pathway is important. You know, it's not just one piece of that pathway that's in our body that's important. They all have a function. So that's the big thing. And you're right. Everybody's feeling a little more depressed. They're not going to go on their vacations. They're not getting to see loved ones. That can change hormones, stress levels. Mm-hmm. We know that when people are stressed, their hormones change. Everybody knows cortisol goes up. When cortisol goes up, other things go down. Wow. So so all this, I mean, really your analogy, Dr. Ju, of, of the, the car servicing, I'm seeing the, the two the two pages with all the check boxes to see yeah. if things are in the right range. Our body, it's kind of a good analogy, right? Yeah. Too bad we just don't have an engine light that says yeah. go check. <laughs> just put in a chip. Well, engine this, light on. What I'd like to do when we come back is, is we talked about a lot of things, mistakes, 
things people might not realize that are going on, common pitfalls. I'd like for us to maybe do a 2021 action plan. How do we proactively get ourselves in the best position or best shape possible when we come back? Okay. Bo Henderson here with Dr. Lisa Jew, Carl Liva, Dr. Bill Lanton, right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. We're back here again on North Georgia Business Radio X with our guest, Dr. Jew. And we've been talking about what does it look like, the mistakes that we're making in not preparing ourselves for optimal health. And actually, I think it's fascinating because we've been using this analogy of a car. Like, are we doing the check engine light? And I'll be really honest, I'm not a car guy. So much so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, my check engine light's on. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I tried to make my appointment with Dr. Jew and found out she's got a wait list um, <laughs> when we're at the break. No, but I'm so not a car guy that even when I got married um, and we were about to go on a long road trip, her her father is like very um, in tune. He has checklists. He's a former CPA, so he knows how to you know check the boxes and get it finished. And he asked me before we went on the trip, he's like, Carl, have you checked the oil and the tire pressure and the washer fluid? And you and, said, what are those? And I did. <laughs> I, Bill already knows. It's 100% what I did. I was like, it's like I... I don't know where those things are, and I didn't know that they were important. <laughs> That's what I pay a mechanic for. And he's like, no, no, no. Here's some basic maintenance things that will prevent you from having to pay a mechanic later. And he was literally kind enough to like put a little checklist on a note card, and he put it in the glove box, and then he walked me through each one of them because it was just never anything that I had done before. So as, as we move to that part of the conversation, Dr. Jew, if you're going to sit down with somebody like me mm-hmm. and you're going, okay, Carl, you try to make an appointment, you're on the wait list, when you get in, here's what we're going to go through. But before you get there, these are a couple of things on your checklist. If somebody's taking notes at home or if they went onto your website, I'm sure there's some of these resources. What are the three to five things that you'd say, if you could start checking off these boxes, it will immediately reduce the risk of their becoming a problem in the future? Okay. Well, you're not alone on that car thing. I remember my dad asking me if I checked everything, and I said the lights aren't on to tell me to. And he said, "You, they call it an idiot light it, for a reason. For a reason, yeah. That I shouldn't wait and be an idiot till it comes on. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, i got to check those things. Yeah. Okay. But when it comes to your health, we've talked about vitamin D. Right now, that's one of the most important things that you can do. Um, the other things you can do is just let's – you need someone to go through and talk to you about your diet your exercise, look at your vitamin levels, because people don't usually know, like, you know, when you look, you know what scurvy is, right? It's really low vitamin C, your gums are pale, they bleed. Mm. Well, I don't want to wait till I'm about to have scurvy and be that low. Mm. I remember a friend got it, um, scurvy, when I was in college. She was from another country, and she just never, she just ate fast food all the time, and her gums started bleeding. Well, I don't want to be, and remember that RDA, that's just the lowest recommended daily dose, so you don't get a overt disease. Well, I don't want to be about to have a disease. I want to be healthy. I want to be where my, my gums are pink. And I didn't realize scurvy was still a thing. I thought that was like a sailors from the 1800s thing. Yeah, yeah, it is old, There's, but people still do get it. What wow. a, but we don't want the minimum. We sure. want to check and make sure we're at a healthy level of all these things. Right. So some easy things I tell, well, we kind of have a, um, a joke in the academy. If you don't know the answer to something, say fish oil, a good quality fish oil. I mm. happen to like Nordic Naturals, but there's other good ones out there. They tend to do really well. You can get those online. 
there's so many things that fish oil helps. So we have this mm. joke, if you don't know the answer, just say fish oil until you can figure the answer. You're not going to pass our test that way. But <laughs> it gives you a help. second to... Um, is that and, the, and what does fish oil do? What does it accomplish? Uh, what does it not do? You know, it's good for the heart. You've heard that. Um, it's so much it's good for your eyes. So I give it my son. He was fish oiled out when mm-hmm. he was young. I started with liquid because he was young. So he's so used to taking vitamins. Now, is that the same thing as cod liver oil or the two it's different similar. things? Cod liver oil can have an inflammatory uh, component to it. So I'd prefer just the fish oil. Yeah. Or some people do the krill oil, too. And that's a really my, good. My grandmother lived and died by cod yeah. liver oil. Like we good, had the little, oh, awful. <laughs> awful. One time my brothers and I dared each other to bite into the capsule. <laughs> and it's like, I can still taste it. Like, that was oh, terrible. Oh, it was terrible tasting. Well, this one, if it shouldn't taste. That's a good point. Fish oil should not taste fishy. If it does, it's oxidized. You're not, you don't have a good quality brand. Oh, so good. it shouldn't taste like that. It shouldn't taste bad. So that's one of the reasons I use that brand. But I'm not saying that's the only good brand out there. Yeah. And that's non-prescription? Mm-hmm. It's over the counter. You can walk into our office and buy it. Oh, um, so you don't have to have an appointment or anything. You can come in and buy supplements. You go to a good health food store in town, um, a good quality one. Just don't buy any because there's a lot of ones that don't have what they say you've probably heard in it, or they have other things that can actually hurt you. Mm. Um, one time we went and got a supplement from my husband because he forgot it. We were up north, so we just ran in and went into Whole Foods because I figured that was the best place to go. Uber was going. We didn't have time to research it. Two of them grabbed one, got home, found out it was mainly insect um, parts in it. <laughs> it was didn't have hardly any of what we had just paid all our money for. My husband was like, gross, I already took two. But I said, at least that's natural. Yeah, at least yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. have arsenic and lead in yeah, them. Yeah, but that bugs you pretty bad. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, and the other thing I wish people knew is a lot of these medicines you take deplete your vitamins. Mm. So, so many people on statins for their... Um, heart and their cholesterol and what they don't know is you're losing coq10 now the ads when i started didn't say it but now when you read the ads about coq10 and they'll say can lose uh you can lose coq10 so the the ads will say that but so many people are on these cholesterol medicines and don't know it and they're depleting their coq10 so when you're given a supplement make sure you're not depleting a vitamin in your body now, in the same way that you're talking, Dr. Jew, about um, something like fish oil being kind of a, a wide benefit to the health, mm-hmm. and you're talking about earlier food and ways that we can improve just, you know, our natural health and the best medicine we have is in the food we eat. I remember I was in a boot camp once, and one of the evenings, the first evenings that you finished the boot camp, you met that night at the grocery store, and the boot camp instructor's name is Ron Combs, and he was kind of do this for the local community walked us through the grocery store and he said here's your only rule of thumb when you come in hang a right and then just hug the edge and right. then leave he's like everything you want to buy is in the produce and then fresh meats and all that stuff happen to be around the edges that's getting back to it's got to look like the food that's right like, yeah it, you it know, needs i to used to like... eat hot pockets because i was in med school my <laughs> husband looked at me and goes Where's your food? And where's your vegetables? And I point to a little sliver of carrot in my hot pocket. Yeah. That is not real food. Wish I had never done that. <laughs> so, and nothing against hot pockets. But uh, I'm just I mean, don't make it your daily yeah. meal. Hot pocket. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, the, the question that I would have in that, in the same way that fish oil is kind of a carry-all inside the supplement world, is there a food that you're seeing these days or a couple of them where you're like, hey, if you don't know a lot about this, this is the best couple of foods to start with that maybe if you're not already integrating into your diet, just start with these they're pretty tasty and they're really good for you well like i tell people you know lettuce the -hmm. darker and the more colorful it is better iceberg lettuce really doesn't have a lot of vitamins in it's we call it filler sure so it's a nice filler but it's not a lot of nutrients so remember arugula that deep right those Mm -hmm. deep colors where you're going to get your antioxidants your vitamins you know 
So when you're going for fruits, pick the lower carb ones and full of antioxidants, the blueberries. You've heard this. And go for organic if you can, if you can afford it, so that you're getting less of those chemicals. If you can't, just really wash them yeah. really good to get those pesticides and um, all that fertilizer off of them. And that's great because I also just read recently that Aldi, which is a discount mm-hmm. food supplier, uh, has just gone to completely organic. So oh, all really? Of their I produce, didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so if you're trying that's to do organic on a budget, Aldi might be the place to go. Oh, that's great. Well, so we talk about the hormones, and one of the things, you can't address what you don't measure. Right. So I know that's one thing, because I went through this process with you, it's getting a baseline. Mm -hmm. And and maybe somebody that doesn't know that is like, hey, I might feel bad, I don't know where my vitamin D is. What is that? It's not a painful process. So, so t- talk talk our listeners through, Doctor G, what that looks like. If if I was to come in, and we just had a conversation, which I know there's some what's going on. How do you feel? How do we get a starting point? So, what we do is, I you know, I like to do this panel where mm-hmm. I check your hormones, I check anti-inflammatory markers, I check your kidneys, I check your liver, I you know, I check all those things. I check um, vitamin levels. Mm-hmm. I want to see all of those because I catch things that most people didn't even know because you don't know until you have a really bad disease. Um, just today I had a lady going, I didn't know how much better I could feel. I just came in kind of just to check myself out, be healthy. And she's like, I feel so much better. I had no idea my vitamin D was in the dirt. My hormones were in the dirt. You know, they were so low. And now that you're fixed, I, fi- I forgot how I used to feel. You know, I used to come home and have energy. And I didn't realize I had gotten to where I work all day and I go home. I just want to sit on the couch. I have no energy to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And she's like, now... I get so much done. I had another one yesterday tell me, oh, my gosh, I, I treat both of them. She's like, you've made my husband. He's doing great. He's doing all these projects. I said, what well, did you tell him? And she said, yes. He's, I said, you got to tell him. You got to reward, you know, he's doing all this yeah, stuff for you now. Yeah, reward yeah. that. Goodness, if somebody's doing something for you, she said, oh, yes, I'm telling him. But she said he's just got all this project list going now. Well, when we come back, I want to talk to you. This is an engineering question. All so right. we're going to go to your engineering brain, the left brain. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lampton, Carl Lippa, and Dr. Lisa Jew from Reju- Rejuvenation Clinics of Georgia. We'll be right back. I think we've established that health is wealth. If we have our physical health, we're able to do all the things. We feel better. Our relationships are better. Uh, we can accomplish more. Uh, that's really what it's all about. And we, we're having a great conversation today with Dr. Lisa Jew. I'm Bo Henderson here with Dr. Bill Lanton and Carl Lima. Uh, Dr. Jew, you, you brought up a good point in the last segment. Uh, as you're saying, when we're checking, I, I was asking you about measuring things. How do we get a baseline? Where are we starting? Because unless we know where we're starting, we don't know what to address. Right. But what you were saying, it made me realize something is you might see how something, two things are playing together, how they might interact a third thing or interact with a third thing, how it's all got to be correlated and integrated because the body is just, it's really a, a series of complex systems. And that right. might be my very simplistic way of saying it, but. I think we're the most impressive, impressive engineered feet. Right. Everything is connected. So when I ask men about their erections, or I ask women about vaginal dryness, put y'all on the spot here, all these men here. I, I, I was going to say, is that comfortable? <laughs> yeah, it's not just about sex, which is important sure. in marriage and all of that. But sure. Not just about that, but that's telling me your health. Sure. It's those same receptors that mm. people think testosterone and estrogen, 
they're like, oh, I'm single. I'm not having a relationship. I'm, you know, I'm widowed. No, it's not about that because those there's more receptors for square inch for those same hormones in the heart and brain mm-hmm. than there are in the sexual organs. So these are telling me the health of your heart and the health of your brain. You know, it reminds me, uh, we had a, a dentist on the show, and he's talking about gum disease. And it was like, you think of that as your teeth and your mouth. And he, and he was breaking down all the things that could be indicators of going on inside the rest of your body. Right, because it's all connected. So it's not, you know, you've heard that bad dental hygiene leads to increased heart disease. They're connected. And I used to think, wow, how is that? Well, you're causing an inflammatory reaction. It goes throughout the body. So you're causing problems throughout the body. So, Wow. Dr. Zhu, one topic we haven't addressed, which to me is quite essential in health and our life performance and our our emotions is, is the matter of sleep. And I know Arianna Huffington, of course, her name is familiar to many of our listeners. I've seen a couple of times over the last year or two when she was asked, what would you advise people who want to reach top levels of success, if, as you have done. And she said, get eight hours sleep every night. Would you address that for us, please? Right. And that's so important. I wish I knew this in college and med school when I was one of those students that but stayed could, up all night could studying. Could you do that in med school? Could right. you sleep? Right? I, yeah. It's crazy. Sleep is so important because of, guess what? We make our, most of our hormones when we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. So if we're not getting good sleep, we're not making the hormones we need. You know, about 20 minutes into it, we start making hormones. If we're not dreaming anymore, ask people, do you dream still? You know how many people go, I didn't realize I'd stopped. I don't know mm-hmm. when I stopped dreaming. You get, you want to be in that REM sleep, that good, you know, restorative sleep. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize they're no longer until it's just so bad. Remember Michael Jackson and his sleep problems. It can make you crazy. Mm-hmm. They have taken people in studies and deprived them of sleep. And they quickly become almost psychotic. Oh. Every time they try to hit REM, they wake them up, not let them. It doesn't take long. In a, in a short amount of time, less than a week, people start getting crazy. So you know when you don't get sleep, you feel irritable, you feel tired. You're not going to be your best you. Mm-hmm. So what causes sleep problems? Well, first, let's just go real quick through the basics. Make sure you got a dark room. Make sure either a pen light can disturb your hormones or melatonin specifically. Um, so make sure you've got a good, quiet room. Don't do watch TV right before you go to bed on your computer. But what else? When we go past that level, it still doesn't work. A lot of people can try melatonin. Some people can cause a very few nightmares, so watch for that. So start low and go up. You could just try that on your own without coming to me. But sometimes, remember, if you're waking up, a lot of people wake up around 2 to 4. Mm. And if you're listening to me, a lot of you know, you're do, people are like, how did you know? Because that's if you've got thyroid disease, if you've got adrenal dysfunction, or if your progesterone's low, that's going to wake you up between that 2 and 4 where you wake up and go, I'm tired, but I can't go back to sleep. So start the basics, and then if you need to go to those next levels, do that. One of the factors that uh, helped me in, in probably the last 10 to 15 years, I just quit looking at the clock if I would wake up. Right. Because right. if you wake up and it's 1 a.m., you say, gosh, I've got the rest of the night. Or if you wake up and it's 4 a.m., you say, I haven't got time to get back to sleep. And you're just fighting more problems. To me... Not watching the clock is a great advantage for helping your sleep patterns. Yeah, I used to do that because I used to wake up and be like, oh, my gosh, it's four and I'm so tired. And then I couldn't get to sleep. And I'm like, "Okay, God, if I don't get back to sleep, I'm going to be really tired. Well, that didn't help. Right. (laughs) When you're sitting there worrying, you're not going to go back to sleep. If you have a mind that's like racing, Mm. you know what we called tired but wired, where you just said all these thoughts, everything I got to do. L-theanine works great for that. Go to 
You can come to our clinic, go to a good health food store, get some L-theanine and try that at night. Well, you keep referencing that, that we can stop by. So even if you're not, even if you're on the waiting list, could you stop by and buy some supplements? Yeah, or is if that, you want to okay. just buy over the counter, if okay. you want to get labs and everything. And, okay. And that waiting list is just for me, not for my esthetician and the, the other parts of the clinic. But So what when you talk about the other parts of the clinic, what are all the different services that you guys prefer, oh, wow. provide? Oh, wow. There's a lot. Well, we started out, I started out doing hormones. But then when people feel better and they feel younger and they feel great again, well, they want to look younger and better so now we do facials we do botox we do fillers we do um lasers we do ultrasounds things to tighten the skin because when you feel young again you're like wait i want to match what (laughs) match what i feel like inside right yeah absolutely and sorry jumping back to dr bill's question just real quick um because again speaking with my you know parents and grandparents one of the things I used to hear all the time was, well, enjoy it now because you're going to get up earlier and earlier. It's just kind of the progression of life. So do you find that there is a diminished amount of sleep that you need? I know we were talking about the Ariana uh, Huffington uh, eight hours. Or do you feel like the eight hours just shifts where you find yourself just going to bed much earlier, but Your you still need the whole off. eight? If you're getting up earlier and earlier and mm-hmm. having to go mm-hmm. to bed really early. So we need to get you in the pattern. If your hormones are balanced, if everything's the way it should be. You'll find that doesn't happen. Well, I mean, I, I've always been fortunate that I sleep like the dead. So my wife <laughs> no, jokes that's a blessing. as soon as I roll over and then uh, I'm asleep until whenever the alarm tells me to stop being asleep. So at, at, luckily at this point in life, um, I, I was just looking at that as them telling me, well, enjoy while it lasts because it won't. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that to stop. One time I, like I went it. on a trip with Lakeview. <laughs> I don't know if I have time to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Well. We were going to sleep on a plane. I can't sleep sitting up. I don't know about y'all. But so I said, okay, we're going to sleep. We're supposed to be through the night. When we get there, it's going to be day. Then we're going to drop our stuff on go all day. Well, I'm old. I'm in my 50s. So I said, oh, no, I'm going to take extra progesterone, extra melatonin, right? So I could sleep sitting up. Um, I did. And then the kids woke me up at some point, And I was kind of out of it. And then I had to jump up. A, a woman had passed out. And we, she wasn't responsive. In fact, I thought she was going to die on us. But she didn't. Wow. I'm glad to say she's alive today. But the kids afterwards, they said, Dr. Jew, you were the hardest person to wake up. I didn't want to tell them I had doubled all my hormones and melatonin. That's all right. There's a little little bit of tweaking there. So you can really get a good sleep. You just got to go up and make sure you're balanced on everything. And I just took a little extra to be sure. But had yeah. I known I'd be working as a doctor on the floor the rest of the flight, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, as we're talking through kind of the evolution, Dr. G, of where you started and, and starting your clinic and what you're doing now, and just as people are feeling better, you added other services. This is the vision casting question. Do you see anything new or different, or, or what's the vision maybe in the next five years? Or, uh, or you can just tell me to retire. I get that, too. No, I'm excited. No, I actually had a doctor, one of my friends from California is at UCLA, asked me, kept texting me saying, when are you going to retire? And I said, never. He said, mm-hmm. why? I said, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. And he said, Don't you, isn't there something else you want to do in life? Like, I've done everything. I'm happy. Right. And he said, well, good answer. He said he's been fair trying to figure out when he can retire. So. <laughs> but I love what I do. So I said, well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg right. worked until she died. That's, That's what it. I plan to do. Yeah. Good Lord willing. But um, what I see for the future, we're doing all kind of IV therapies now with vitamins and helping in that way. Wow. That's Energy medicine is becoming very big, and I know you're going to see more of that. I've seen some things to come that are really neat that kind of help um, heal uh, wounds faster. So I'm so excited about that. Wow. So continue to expand and helping people. You know, what I love about that, and that's kind of, kind of my message, I call it a rich life. And it's not necessarily just about money, right? And being healthy, feeling better, you're helping people live 
their definition of a rich life. Right. So I love it. I love the, the coordination of the brand. So if uh, somebody's out there, and I know we brought up there's a waiting list. But, right. But just, that, it just, does periodically open up. Yep, just I for know, the hormones. Just okay, just for the hormones. the hormones. So if somebody just maybe wanted to have a conversation, said, hey, i got some concerns. I know you'll point them in the right direction. Right. What do they need to do? Website, phone? Um, they can just call us at 404-585-1724. Or go to our website at um, rcgclinics.com, and either one of those will take you to us. Or just drop by on Sherwood Park Drive. Yeah, and and like I say, when I said uh, Dr. G will have a conversation with you, you can tell she's shy. Oh uh, yeah, we, really, uh, really, 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 we really had to pull it out yeah, of her today. Yeah, this right? was it was this was the worst. <laughs> Dr. G, we had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Please come back again, share other things because again, I'm passionate about that. Is the older I get, the more I realize it's all about being healthy. You can do right. everything else if you're healthy. Well, I tell you what, I, I've got really sick. You know, that was I thought. Well, my first son had really bad asthma. He's better now. He's off all medicines. Then my other son, and then I fell apart. I was tired, and I remember all the money in the world didn't mean a thing to you when you hurt, you ache, and you you're exhausted. So. Yeah. If it's time, check it out. Remember, wealth is health. We've been talking to Dr. Lisa Jew with Rejuvenation Clinics of Georgia. I'm Bo Henderson, Dr. Bill Lampton, and Carl Libby here on North Georgia Business Radio X. See you same time, same place next week. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.